Hey everyone, this is Todd, and you're listening to Two Us Geek, and uh, today we're going to be talking about a few things that happened at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, and then a few other things too. Um, another thing I want to talk about is I went and saw um, the new Mission Impossible today, and um, well, that movie was exactly how I expected it to be. Um, lots of motorcycle chase sequences, unnecessary stunts. Um Henry Cavill was a cool had was a cool character. If you like the movies, you'll enjoy it. Um I saw the first one and I thought it was just lame. Um the um I don't know, the it seemed like all the stunts were put in these movies just to show off um, Tom Cruise's ability to do these things. They 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 don't feel like um, they don't feel organic to what's in the story. It feels it feels like they add it because he can do it. Like um, the, the the motorcycle chase sequences, the fight sequences, and of course the obligatory climbing on a mountainside um, on the face of you know up of a cliff um yeah all that stuff as far as um would i recommend it like i said if you like the other ones you'll enjoy this one if you didn't like the other ones it's a lot a lot more of what you saw before if you've seen any of them yeah it's um the supporting cast is is decent ving rames um henry cavill like i said um simon pegg and uh, yeah, the rest of in you know, Alec Baldwin is also in there too. Uh, it, it, I had one. I I won a uh, a um, a uh, ten dollar credit from uh, uh, to to um, Fandango from the Stardust app because I helped promote the app, saying that they now have web profiles for people that have uh that do uh reaction videos and i and i posted my reaction to the new uh you know mission impossible yeah it overall it, it, out of uh i give it three out of five stars if i'm gonna if i'm gonna give it like a star rating three out of five you know, it's, it was decent, but it could have been a lot better. There, there was a lot of things that you just, you know, I saw it coming or I was expecting it kind of thing. So, yeah. In other news, uh, they it, it was announced today that Warner Brothers is in development for a reboot of ALF. Now, if you're like me, you were, you know, in your adolescence in the 80s, you remember Alf. This is what it says here. Hide your cats. <laughs> Hide your cats are things because that crazy, cr- cynical, um, Mel- Melmachian Alf is returning to TV, according to TV Line. Warner Brothers is in the early stages of rebooting the this, the hit sitcom and uh, presently looking for a writer to spearhead the, the update. 
Gordon Shumway, a.k.a. ALF, was voiced by Paul Fusco, who likewise operated the puppet and co-created the, the series along with uh, uh, Tom Patchett. As of now, uh, Fusco is Fusco's involvement in the, the reboot remains unclear, though it, uh, it must be said that he, he continually... He has continually tried to revive the popular alien over the years and was rumored to be actively developing a CGI animated film in 2012 with Sony Pictures. Now, I'm going to go ahead and share this this uh, this story from comingsoon.net so you can check it out for yourself so you can read the whole thing. It's going to be on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Let's see here. Computer's moving really slow today. Go ahead and share that. I don't know. I, I liked Alf. I thought Alf was a funny show. The concept was I thought was kind of funny as well. You know, an alien who's like, you know, three feet tall, looks like a um, a cross between. Uh, I guess you could say a cross between an Ewok and. Um, I don't know. I mean, he—he's—he's—he he's he's, doesn't look like a bear. He looks like you know what? He looks like a cross between like a dog, and uh, and a uh, and an Ewok. I think he's—he has a weird look about his face. Doesn't doesn't have a bear face. He has, um, very similar to a dog, I guess, with with like a humanoid like ears. Um, if you've never seen Alf. He he is he he definitely you know he he looks like a puppet, you know some random character you might see on like a, you know Muppet Show or some other Jim Henson thing. So, I thought he I thought it was a funny show. He's basically stuck on Earth trying to, trying to make his trying to kind of survive and he, uh, he's living in the garage of his his human family and they kind of treat him like you know he's the weird uncle kind of thing. So. Yeah, I, I, I actually I really enjoyed the show. There was a cartoon version of it at one point too, and and it was kind of a a prequel of sorts. You saw what he was doing before he came to Earth. And you know, to be honest, I don't even remember why he was he came to Earth to begin with. I think um, it was not a. I don't think it was his choice. I think he crashed. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. So. Um, I can close that up. And it looks... It was just posted, I think, yesterday. Um, it's It was an, announced on ComingSoon.net that the 1986 movie, Transformers the Movie, the original animated movie from 1986, is coming back to theaters. Yes. Um, that means if you've never seen this movie in theaters, this is your chance. Um... Do I do I think it was it's one of those movies you should see in theaters? Definitely, especially if you're an original fan, uh, fan of the show, if you like the G1 version of the show. Spoilers, folks. You know, um, if you've not seen the the original movie, you don't know what happens to Optimus Prime. Spoiler alert: Optimus Prime dies. 
And that's when they were entered. In fact, all of the original Transformers, all the original Autobots, and all the original Decepticons die in this massive battle. You know, and then of course all the the younger, you know, Cybertronians. You see a lot of these new characters. Basically, it was it. I saw it in an interview someplace where someone basically said that the reason why this movie was made to sell more toys, to sell new toys. They killed off the original cast of characters and brought in some new characters. Now, this is also one of those movies that has some legendary actors in it. Robert Stack, Leonard Nimoy, and um, Orson Welles. Orson Welles' last movie, actually. He plays Unicron, the planet eater. So it's probably... Easily one of my favorite movies of all time. I've purchased this movie a few times on DVD, and I think I even had it on Blu-ray at one point. But uh, I, I think I have it. I have a digital copy of it. I bought online, so I still watch it once in a while. It's a great movie. Loved it. So it's gonna be. You can buy tickets on uh, on Fathom Events. Tickets go on sale. Was it August third? So this August third, um, which is day after tomorrow from this the time of this recording, um, and you can go on and buy tickets. And there should also be a list of of theaters. Let's see here. I don't think it has a list yet. I know that the movie is going to be in theaters in September. September twenty seventh is when you're going to be able to see this movie in theaters. Um, Tickets are not currently available, but they will be day after tomorrow. So, um, this is what it says here on the Fathom Events site. It says, The Autobots, led by the heroic Optimus Prime, prepare to to make a daring attempt to retake their planet from the evil forces of Megatron and the Decepticons. Unknown to both sides, a menacing force is heading heading their way. Unicron. The only hope of stopping Unicron lies within the matrix of leadership, and the Autobot who, of course it says, read more. should have clicked on that first. (laughs) The Autobot who can rise up and use its power to light their darkest hour. Will the Autobots be able to save their, their native planet from destruction, or will the Decepticons reign supreme? Oh man! See, this is this is one of those movies. Uh, it it left a lasting impression on me when I was a kid. You know, when this came out in '86, I would have been like 13, I think. Um, no, 14. I was 14, I think, when this came out. Um, Transformers was definitely one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. You know, it was right up there with. Um, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo. Those were all my favorites growing up. And um, this had a, a an amazing cast of people. So here's a list of the people that are in this movie. Of course, we have Peter Cullen voicing Optimus Prime. Eric Idle is in this movie. He plays one of the Junkions, Rekar. And then we have Casey Kasem, who's Cliffjumper, and um, he's also the voice of Teletran 1. See here, Judd Nelson is is playing one of the new characters in the series. He plays Hot Rod, 
And Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy plays a character that uh um is a he's a he's a cool bad guy. Let's put it that way. If you if you're not at all familiar then you don't know who he is. If you are familiar then you know exactly who he plays. Um and then we have Robert Stack who does the voice of Ultra Bag Ultra Magnus. Um kind of a stuffy older brother type character for Optimus Prime if you ask me. And of course Fr- the legendary Frank Welker. He voices like half of the Decepticons. Uh he's of course Megatron, Soundwave, both Frenzy and Rumble. He's also Ravage. Um gosh a bunch of characters. Um, so, let's see here. Yeah, I, you know, now that we're talking about this, I want to watch some movie. So, I think once I'm done recording here, I'm going to probably watch it. Um, also, this movie, um, hopefully, it's the unedited uh, version of the movie. Because originally, when it came out on video, they cut out a line from the movie. Because... Parents were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that. Uh, There's a sequence where Spike and Bumblebee are uh, on, like, one of the moons of of, uh, Cybertron, and they see see Unicron coming, and they're trying to stop Unicron from eating the planet. I think that's what it was. Either way, they were trying to stop Unicron, and um, they they shoot a... uh, a missile or some sort of warhead of some kind towards the planet, and it explodes. And they're like, yeah, woohoo! And then all of a sudden, the explosion dissipates, and he's still there. And Spike says, oh, shit! What are we going to do now? And I remember as a kid going, holy smokes! Spike swore. And my friends that I were with, they both had that same look of, like, oh, my goodness. He used a naughty word. <laughs> I was so, I was such an instant little kid. Well, preteen, whatever. And uh, <laughs> I remember thinking that was a huge deal. So when it finally was released on VHS, they cut that part out. And then they, when they released the, I think it was the 25th anniversary of the movie, they they found, an, they I think what it was is. Um, the version they had on on VHS was the the version that was on TV. They they aired the movie on TV as a as, as like a multi part episode, I guess. And um, I think it was anyway. They, they played it on TV. It was in standard format, not widescreen, and uh, they cut that that line out. That's the version of the movie that was on VHS for a number of years. Until it finally, I think it was the 25th anniversary, or the 20th anniversary, when they they re-released the movie on DVD, and they and they had both versions, I think, of the movie. They had the theatrical release, which has that line in it, and then they had the the edited version as well. So you can watch either one. So if you're a parent of a little kid and you don't want them to hear Spike swear, you can have them watch the the uh, the 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 edited for a television version. So now's your chance to see the movie in theaters. And I don't, I honestly don't remember if this movie's been theat- in theaters in the last thirty years, but uh, it probably has. And I just haven't seen it. I'm hoping 
that I can get myself a ticket to see this in theaters because I haven't seen it since 1986 in theaters. So that will be awesome. Let's see what else I have here. Uh, like I said, you can you can you can find that one on on FathomEvents.com, and tickets will be available this coming Friday. Friday uh, it'll be August 3rd. So if you hear this after August 3rd, the tickets are should still be available, and listings for the local theater that may or may not have it. Hopefully there's one near where I live that has it. I'll be bummed if I can't. <laughs> like I said, I'm going to probably end up watching it tonight on my computer, so it doesn't really matter. But I would like to see it in theaters. It'd be cool. Let's close that. Let's see. And that. Now, if if you're not aware... Um, James Gunn, the guy who directed both Guardians of the Galaxy, was recently fired from doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 um, for something he tweeted on Twitter like eight or nine years ago. Now, I've seen those tweets. Yes, very bad, very, very bad taste. Not funny at all. Um, however, uh, I think, um, Disney saying that they're not, they're firing him because of something he did years ago is a little bit pot calling kettle black. Um, cause Disney has a history of doing or, or have done some pretty awful things. Um, they don't, they don't allow um, they don't have these things available for people to watch officially, but you, if you do a search for um, banned Disney movies, you'll probably find, um, or racist Disney, if you do a search for that, you'll find um, the movie Song of the South, which came out, I think, the 50s or 40s, basically um, showing a, a house slave teaching moral stories to this young white kid. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I ever watched that movie in its entirety. I remember seeing clips of it on, you know, Sunday Night with Disney or whatever, way back in the day, and I think that was, like, the only time that was ever on TV. After that, it was pretty much, you know, stuffed in a box in the back of a storage unit kind of thing. <laughs> um and it and it has some really racist depiction of of African American people, and it, it it's if you go looking for it, you can probably find it on the internet. Is it worth watching? Probably not. Um, and there are other things too. There are, there are elements of other movies that have been, of course, um, cleaned up, or the racist the things that were not appropriate. Um, have been removed or have been changed since the original release of those movies. Um, like, there's a video. If you do a search for for this stuff on YouTube, there is a video showing all the different things like um, Fantasia, um, Pinocchio, um, um, Peter Pan. There's a bunch of movies that have elements uh, of racism, uh, culture appropriation, things like that. In Disney's history, so for them to, for them to say, you know, you did something horrible years ago, and we're going to hold you to it, 
that's BS if you ask me. Um, I'm not I'm not saying what he did was in any way, shape, or form okay because the things he said were terrible. They really were. But if he, this is something he's already apologized for, and it was he, he goes, I realize what I said was in bad taste. I am sorry. I didn't I didn't mean what I said. It was just kind of like a off. It was it was eight nine years ago. People didn't think that things you posted on Twitter would come back to bite you in the ass. And it did, you know. And I, like I said, I read what he said, and those things are terrible. I would not want to repeat any of those things. They were just god-awful. But does he deserve to be punished nine, ten years after the fact? No. He's, you know, he's apologized for it. He's, you know, he he does he hasn't said anything of of that nature since that time. Now, if he was to continue to say horrible things, then I say, yeah, f- fire the guy. He's a dick. But it was a one-off thing he said many, many years ago. And you know, he and he acknowledged it was a it was a horrible thing to say, and he apologized for it back then. So, why punish him now? You know. Um. Yeah. You know, if 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 it was like I said, if if he had continued to say terrible things like that over the years, I could see, yeah, fire his ass. He's he's a dick. He's a douchebag. But he hasn't. So, so leave him alone. Give him his job back. Those movies were amazing because of what he did. You know, if you get a different director in there, the 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 vibe of the movie is going to be completely different. It's going to change. It's going to change a bunch of things about those movies, you know. Don't don't fire him. Bring him back. And there's there's a, there is a there is a uh, um oh gosh, my brain is not wanting to work with me. Um. Anyways, there's a thing you can sign to say, hey, I think he should be rehired. And uh, there's a word for that, and my brain is just not giving it to me right now. Um, so, anyways, I, I, and the cast, the, the entirety of the cast, every single member of the cast signed the thing saying, hey, we want him to come back for the third volume. Don't fire him or hire him back. So... If they say he should come back, even though they said what he said, even though they they stated we don't agree with what he said, but he has apologized for it. It's been a lot of years, and he hasn't said anything like that since. There's no reason to fire him now. That's it's it's ridiculous. So, yeah, bring James Gunn back, honestly. Let's see, and then. Um, the other story that I saw here that I wanted to talk about is um, on the DC Comics, DC Universe even. It says here, It's been five years since Young Justice had last aired on the Cartoon Network, and fans don't have to wait too much longer for the show's return on the upcoming DC Universe service next year. But while fans have little bit have a little bit of time to absorb the news that the other shows are that that the show is coming back at the sa- the same can't be said for the showrunners really 
says here. In an interview with ComicBook.com at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Greg Weissman revealed that there is that there will excuse me that there was a very short window be, of time between the the time they were informed that the show was coming back and when the news was shared with the world. It says here, quote, ten days ten days before the announcement, Weisman said they talked to us about about being a being a maybe but didn't know for sure until ten days before. And he says ten days isn't a lot of time to prepare for that kind of announcement. But animator Phil Barrosa, I'm probably mispronouncing the name, I apologize, said that they had little bit a little bit of of an, an advantage as they They'd already been talking about Young Justice, the uh, Young Justice project. He, he goes on saying, "We were ready-ish," he said. Um, "You can't compl- completely re- be, uh, you can't be completely ready for a project of this scale, but we had been talking about it." It goes on to saying, "It's not completely surprising that." They'd been talking about it. The critically acclaimed series was popular with fans. When the show was canceled in 2013, it left off on a major cliffhanger that friend, uh, fans have been wondering, have have wondered about ever since. That fan desire to know what happens next is is something that Warner Brothers Television even acknowledged in their press release announce, announcing the series would be coming to DC Universe. It says here, the the fans have waited a long t- long enough, and it's time for a first look at one of the most highly anticipated shows of the year. The release read, "In Young Justice Outsiders, the teenage superheroes of the DC universe come of age in an animated world of superpowers, supervillains, and super secrets. This time, the team faces the greatest challenge yet." as it it takes on a metahuman trafficking and a terrifying threat it creates for a society caught in the crossfire of a genetic arms race spanning the globe and the galaxy young justice outsiders will will is set to debut on DC universe in 2019 oh seriously i didn't know that i knew that it was coming out later this year so maybe it got pushed back to hopefully early next year <laughs> just a few months oh man well I'm going to go ahead and share this so you guys can check out this story uh, for yourself um, I pretty much read the whole thing though um, but yeah uh, it also says Young Justice showrunners say fans should binge the first two seasons before the third well, yeah, especially if you've never seen it before, I would definitely recommend watching the first two seasons. And I think the first two seasons are still available on Netflix. If not, you can probably buy it on on uh, on uh, on Amazon, and I definitely think you can get it on on uh, Netflix. Excuse me, not Netflix. Um, iTunes and Google Play. You can purchase the the individual seasons. There's only two, so it's probably going to cost you 
for both maybe 50 or 60 bucks. I think they were like 25, 30 bucks a season last time I looked. Um, I highly recommend buying them because it's a great series, man. I, I've, I've binge watched it a, a number of times when, like I said, I think it still might be on Netflix, but if it's not, go ahead and buy it. It's worth it. But yeah, I'm 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 excited to see Young Justice come back. It was definitely one of my favorite animated shows, for sure. And then I guess it was over um, San Diego Comic Con. There was a new trailer for for uh, for Venom. And if you haven't seen the trailer, oh my God, you need to watch it. Um, I'm not gonna play it here because you you need to see it. You can't really listen to it. You need to watch it because uh, there's a few things where you're like, holy shit, kind of thing, you know. Um, I will say this. There's, there, in, in, the, in the trailer, it shows Venom fighting another symbiote. Sim- symbiote? Symbiote? How do you say it? <laughs> I know there was a huge thing about that. Um, so, I, 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 it did not look like um, Carnage because Carnage is red and black, if I recall. This wasn't that color. It was it was different. It's hard to explain. You have to see it for yourself. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and share this on on uh, on on uh, the Facebook and Twitter pages so you guys can check it out for yourself. Or you can always just go onto YouTube and search for Venom Trailer Comic Con San Diego Comic Con. But I'll share it nonetheless so you can check it out on the social media page. Yeah, it was it was it was really cool because it was it was definitely better than the teaser. Oh my god, the teaser was terrible. <laughs> oh, and he looks so badass. I cannot wait to see that movie. It's probably one of the very few superhero movies that I'm looking forward to right now. That and Aquaman. Aquaman looked amazing. The trailer the trailer that came out for that at San Diego. Um, so yeah, check that out as well. Let's see here. And if you if you didn't know, um, a few nights ago, I think actually think it was last Friday, Comedy Central po- uh, had aired the roast of Bruce Willis, and uh, there was a quite a few people that were roasting him on the show. It was really really funny and and just ball busting left and right. I mean, they didn't pull any punches, especially Nikki Glacier. Oh my god, she just nailed everyone to the fucking floor. Um so, if you haven't seen it, I don't think they have the uh uncensored version of it on Comedy Central yet because the only ones I've seen have been on like before 10 p.m. and every f bomb or every 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 word that can't be heard on TV got bleeped. Uh, I really want to see the uncensored version of it because I'm sure there's going to be jokes so, that didn't make it on the on the original, you know, release of the episode. Um, and I fully expected to see like Ashton Kutcher and Kevin Smith and a bunch of people that would totally love to rip into Bruce Willis, but none of them were there. The only person that showed up that wasn't listed on uh, on the IMDb page for it was uh, Demi Moore. At least she, she at least she wasn't initially. She may be there now, but because it's you know it's all over that she was there. But 
when they first announced they were doing this, they, they listed all the comedians and all the celebrity guests that were going to be on their show. Dennis Rodman, Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera had one of the best... <sighs> oh my God, I can't even remember what it was, but he was awesome. Dom Herrera, if you don't know who he is, he's he's a... Uh, He's, he was actually a really funny comedian, and still is a funny comedian, but he was really popular in the 80s. Um, and he was all over, like, Comedy Central back in the day. Um, and he's he's actually one of the people who was on... Uh, I'm dying up here. He was had a reoccurring character on there. It was a really funny character, too. Um, but I'm going to play the one of the few things that um, Bruce Willis said on the roast that I thought was was pretty awesome. Here, so hold on. Let me move the mic over to where the speaker can pick up, be picked up. Let me move this. All right, hold on. Hold on. Nothing can keep me down. I've been attacked by terrorists, asteroids, film critics, music critics, restaurant critics, divorce lawyers, male pattern baldness, and none of it, none of it stopped me because I am still Bruce fucking Willis. People ask me why I did this roast. Was it because one of the last guys who did it became president? Hell no. Why would I want to be president when I can just keep being Bruce fucking Willis? I did this roast for one reason and for one reason only. To settle something once and for all. Now please listen very carefully. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. That was priceless, I thought. I was like, oh my God, yes. You know what? And I I don't care what he says. I still watch that movie every Christmas along with a bunch of other movies that are kind of set during the time of Christmas but aren't necessarily Christmas movies. So, yeah. Um, And I believe I've already shared that on uh on the Facebook page but I'll share it again. Actually, you know what? No, I shared it a couple days ago. I'm not going to share it a second time. That that would be kind of overkill. But yeah, no, do you agree with him? Do you do you do you also watch um Die Hard on Christmas? I do. Um yeah. Um come on. Hans Gruber, you know, the dad from from uh Actually, he was he was the cop in 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 Die Hard before he was on Family Matters. So, yeah. Let's see here, I'm getting messages on Facebooks. Um, oh, you know, I should probably mention. Uh, it was announced uh, a few days ago that Chris Hardwick has been reinstated on Talking. Uh, the Talking Dead and, and Talking with Chris Hardwick. And uh, he will be um, coming back later this month on those uh, after, after they, I think they, they, they recorded a special with Yvette Nicole Brown, which she's awesome. And I don't hold her, I don't hold it against her that she kind of was the intern 
host of the, of the show, and she did the the, the comic Comic Con stuff. And um, and I also say this: um, the things that he was accused of are terrible things. I would never. I I I'm. When I first talked about this, I don't think I even really talked about it much here, but when I first mentioned it on, on Facebook, I had a bunch of people get mad, mad at me because I didn't immediately accept what she said. Because when I read it, it it, it, it sounded like she was... Well, I let's just put it this way. If, if, he was, if, he is, if he is proven to have done these things, then... Yes, definitely. He's a butthole. Needs to be fired from anything he's, you know. But proof, man. We need to have proof. Because otherwise, I mean, anybody can say, that person did this, this, and this to me without proof. You know. And that's all I ever said. I didn't I didn't say that I thought she was lying. I just wanted more proof. That's all I ever said. I wanted more proof. I wanted... I wanted to see other people come forward saying, yes, he did this, this, and this. And um far as I can see from what I've, I've seen online, there, the only people who have come forward are people who are saying that Chris Hardwick is a good person. Chris Hardwick wouldn't have done those things. A lot of his, his several of his exes and his wife have come forward saying that there's no way that he would have done those things. In fact, he has said himself on his podcast and on The Talking Dead, when other people have, I think it was on The Talking Dead, either way, I know I heard him say this before where he was basically saying, um, people who do stuff like this deserve all the ridicule they get if it's been proven that they actually did these things. You know? And like I said, I didn't necessarily think that she was lying. But I wanted to see more proof. You know, anybody who does those types of things, the things that she she claimed that he did, yeah, that anybody who does those things is an asshole and deserves any any of the negativity they got coming their way, whether it be legal or otherwise. But there has to be proof. There has to be something that shows that what is being said is 100% accurate, you know? Because otherwise, anybody can just randomly pick somebody out of, out, of, out of a group of people saying, that guy, he did this, this, and this, and you could ruin that person, you know? So, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that I thought she was lying. I'm not saying that what was accused of of him is acceptable. I'm not saying that at all. I've never said that. I've had a few people like get angry with me because I didn't immediately to say, yes, I, you know, he needs to be fired. He needs to have all these things happen. I wanted, I didn't initially believe that Cosby was what people were saying he was until there was more people that came out and said, yes, he did this to me too. I was like, well, shit, if there's the, all these other people saying the same thing, there has to be some truth to it. So, um, you know, and like I said, I'm not trying to discredit her. I'm not saying that 
I'm not saying anyone, um, this is, this is a difficult thing to talk about, honestly, because I, w- I want to give Chris the benefit of the doubt. I don't know the guy personally, but I've been listening to his podcast since 2013 and, um, he, he talks about a lot of personal things on there. Things that you wouldn't necessarily know about by watching The Talking Dead. Um, and I've seen him twice in doing stand-up, and he talks personal stuff there, too. And um, he doesn't... Yeah. So, that being said, anybody who does those things um, deserves whatever legal issues come their way, you know? That's, that kind of stuff is not acceptable. Being a bully, you know, forcing yourself on a woman, no, that's not cool. So, um, I just wanted to, to mention, that if if you are one of the, of the few people that, you know, didn't, like I said, I don't, I don't want to say that I thought she was lying because I, I didn't want to believe it. You know, let's just put it this way. Um, yeah, I've already I've already rehashed it a couple times. I don't really need to go over it again. But I don't I don't I don't approve of anybody doing those things. And uh, I've never I've never been anyone who would say, "Oh, I," you know, she, yeah, no, I would I would never. Yeah. Anyways, so on to other things. Let's see what else we got here. We got a photo of John Boyega from episode nine. Let's see here, what does it what does it say? It's like a tease for for Finn on the next Star Wars movie. Let's see. There's a picture. Waiting for it to load. Oh, come on. That's barely a photo, man. That's... Okay, it's... Finn is out of focus in the background. I'm going to go ahead and share this on uh, Facebook and Twitter so you guys can see it for yourself. But it shows... It's, it's It shows Finn kind of in the background, kind of blurry, out of focus. J.J. Abrams is, is notorious for, for posting stuff like this to his to his Instagram where he posts uh, kind of a um, kind of a tease but not really like a full you know shows you like a small portion of something or something out of focus like this so all these other things out Let's see here what else what else is in the in the uh... I'm looking at my feedly list right now uh, let's see here.
Ooh, the new the new Halloween gets official rating. Let's see what it says here. Open this up. I knew there was a new uh, Halloween coming out, and I haven't seen the trailer for it yet. Because, to be honest, I'm I'm not real big into suspenseful horror movies. Oh, I guess they're showing the trailer on this. I've seen images from it though. Okay, this is here. This is on comicbook.com. The Halloween franchise reg- regularly, I can talk, regularly, it doesn't sound right to me. Either way, depicts a stalking killer brutally v- vanquishing his victims with a massive kitchen knife, which typically le- leads, lends itself to violent, violent death scenes. However, when a popular film gets a reboot or sequel, a studio might tone down more graphic elements in hopes of appealing to more viewers. The upcoming Halloween will stick to its horrifying roots, earning itself an R rating. The MPAA has given the film its R rating due to horror violence and blood image, bloody images, language, brief drug use, and nudity. So it's going to be like every other Halloween movie. We're going to see people smoking weed and having sex and getting cut in half. Although I, th- I might be thinking of Jason Voorhees. Never mind. Either way, it's it's not it's not being softened in any way, shape, or form. So that if you like those movies, you'll probably love this. Uh, what does it say as far as when it's coming out? Fans will see the horrors the filmmakers have in store when Halloween hits theaters in October on the 19th. October 19th, 2018. And it says here, Do you think the new film might focus too heavily on violence? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, there's There's only three comments. Let's see what those comments are. This is on comicbook.com. All right, come on. Oh, there are the comments. They put them off to the side. Not what I was expecting at all. One person says, I can't imagine Halloween with anything less than an R rating. Another one says... Not surprised, of course, but I hope this doesn't mean it goes over the top with the violence, as that never, that's that was never really a core element of the original. Well, there you go. I'll go ahead and share this on the Facebook page and Twitter if you want to check it out for yourself. You can go to facebook.com/chewisgeek or twitter.com/chewisgeek, and there should be a link to the Facebook page. Um. I think that's pretty much it for today. Um, thanks for listening, and um, and I will talk to you guys uh, next week. You have a good night.